It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. And a very pleasant good morning, everybody. It's always good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And last night at Truist Park up in Atlanta, the Marlins kicked off a three-game weekend series against the homestanding and 81-win Atlanta Braves. Sandy Alcantara went opposite of the right-handed veteran Charlie Morton. And with a recap, as always, here is Glenn Geffner. Welcome back to Truist Park in Atlanta. All Braves on this Friday night. They take the first of this three-game weekend series by the final of 8-1. to one. Miami now 4-10 and 10 against the Braves after winning two of the first three back in April. This ball game saw a total of nine runs scored, all of them on home runs, which you might not have anticipated with Charlie Morton starting against Sandy Alcantara. It was the Marlins who struck first in inning number three in a scoreless game leading off Yerar Encarnacion. And Wendell, 8-9-1 and one for Miami. And Yerar, first ball hitting. Fly ball deep to right field, sending Grossman back onto the track. Turns at the wall, and it's out of here. Encarnacion the other way, a home run. And it's one nothing Marlins in the third. But back came the Braves against Sandy in the fourth. Sandy threw three innings and allowed just one hit. He was through three on 39 pitches, 29 strikes. And the Marlins' ace right-hander, who had limited the Braves to one earned run in 17 innings and two prior starts against him this year, seemed to be cruising along again tonight, but things would unravel in the fourth inning. It started with a leadoff hit by Dansby Swanson, who stole second base, but Sandy came back, he struck out Austin Riley, and he got Matt Olson to foul out to the catcher. So he had a man at second with two outs in the end. Like Sandy might wiggle out of the mess facing Travis Darnot. Darneau drives one toward the gap, left center field. That's big trouble. Darneau has hit it out. He just barely got it out of here. A two-run homer just barely cleared the yellow line, and the Braves go up 2-1 on Sandy in the fourth for Darneau's 15th of the season. So not ideal, but if Sandy could have escaped the inning at 2-1, you still had a ball game, but Michael Harris, the second, followed with a single. Man on, still two down for the... 21-year-old second baseman, Von Grissom. He's at double-A Mississippi. Now Grissom drives one a long way. Left center, Bladé's back at the wall. Can't get it. It's a home run. Another two-run shot. This one off the bat of the rookie Grissom, and it's 4-1 Braves. Well, Marcelo Zuno would follow with a single before finally Robbie Grossman would make the third out in the inning with a ground ball to first. When it was all said and done, the Braves had sent eight men to the plate in the fourth inning. It was a 32-pitch inning for Sandy. So he threw 39 in the first three innings and then 32 to get out of the fourth. He allowed four runs on five hits, all of the runs, and four of the five hits coming with two outs. Two two-run home runs in the span of three batters, first Darno, and then Grissom, and it was 4-1 Braves. Sandy would pitch around a two-out walk in the fifth inning, hang a zero, but then in the sixth, he jumped ahead of Travis Darno with two quick strikes before hitting him. So Darno was at first with nobody out for Michael Harris, the second. Here comes the one-two pitch, and Harris drives it to right. Uh-oh. Way back, Anderson at the wall, home run. Michael Harris, the second, with the third Braves homer of the night against Sandy, and it's 6-1. 
First time all year he has surrendered three in a start. He had allowed two homers with a man on base all season. He's given him three of them tonight. And that would be the last pitch Sandy threw in this ball game in Atlanta tonight. Sandy done after five innings plus. For the second time in three starts, he allows a season-high six runs, all earned on seven hits. He walked one, struck out three, allowed a season-high three homers, 95 pitches, 66 strikes. Sandy's ERA jumps from 2.13 to 2.36 with this rough outing here in Atlanta. Waskar Brazabon came out of the bullpen. He would get out of the sixth inning, and we'd go to the seventh with the Braves leading this one 8-1. to one. Charlie Morton went the first five and two-thirds for Atlanta. Four hits, just the one run on the Encarnacion home run. He walked a couple, struck out seven. 91 pitches, 61 strikes. Colin McHugh got out of the sixth and worked a scoreless seventh. Cole Solster out of the bullpen for the Marlins in the bottom of the seventh. And the first man Solster faced, third baseman Austin Riley. Schedules, they weren't going to. Riley slams one deep to left field. Encarnacion is at the wall. And he leaps, can't get it. It's just barely into the Marlins' bullpen. A home run for Riley. It's his 34th of the season to make it 7-1 Braves. And two batters later, it was Travis Starno's turn. Factor that I think that really separates. A 2-1, Darno gets a hold of one. Way back, right center, and Darno's hit his second in the game. 8-1 Braves. It's a five-home run night for Atlanta. Second time this year, the Marlins pitching staff has served up five long balls in a game. The five homers producing all eight Braves runs. And with Jesse Chavez and Rysel Iglesias getting the final six outs in this one, the Atlanta Braves take the series opener 8-1. For Atlanta, eight runs, 11 hits, no errors, six left. For the Marlins, one run, five hits, no errors. They also leave six Miami 0 for fourth men in scoring position tonight. Charlie Morton is the winning pitcher, 7-5. Sandy Alcantara, the loser, he drops to 12-7. Time of the game was two hours, 57 minutes. Braves with the victory. They improved to 82-51. They are 31 games over 500, matching their high water mark, which was set initially one week ago tonight. If they win again tomorrow, they'd be 32 over for the first time this year. Atlanta now 45 and 25 at home. The Braves stay three games behind the Mets in the race for first place in the National League East. As for the Marlins, they've lost five in a row, equaling their second longest losing streak of the season. Miami's now 55 and 76 on the season. The Marlins lost five straight July 29th through August 2nd. They lost a season high six in a row May 1st through May 6th. They'll try to avoid matching that mark. Here tomorrow night, Marlins now 29-38 and 38 through 67 road games, and they're 4-10 against the Braves with this 8-1 setback here tonight. The Marlins and Auto Nation are working together to strike out cancer in our communities. Every time Marlins pitch records a strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to Auto Nation's Drive-Pick Initiative to support cancer research. Tonight, eight strikeouts. That's $200 for the season, 1,139 Ks. $28,475 from the Marlins to Auto Nation's Drive Pink initiative. Rough night for the Marlins. Braves beat them up. Atlanta now 82-51. and 51. The Marlins fall to 55-76. and 76. Let's hear what the skipper Don Mattingly had to say afterwards. 
Donnie, Sandy, what did you see specifically that fourth inning went in? Fourth inning, two outs, and they get a string of hits and a couple home runs against them? Uh, looked like the breaking ball. I felt like the Swanson hit, and they showed the replay. It was a breaking ball, didn't turn. Uh, I think Darno's ball was a breaking ball, didn't turn. Uh, and really, my, honestly, myself, I, I take a little responsible because when Harris gets on, we're trying to hold him. Sandy, I think, tried to get preoccupied with the runner because it's kind of hard to stop him from running. So I want to keep a guy at a scoring position, and then he gives up that homer too. Um, so that one. And then the other, I think the one to uh, Harris was a breaking ball. It was a slider that didn't turn. So the, the kind of the slider got him hurt tonight. Do you know, you know, I guess you had mentioned maybe a month ago, just guys will kind of use the off days to, you know, because the innings are going up. Do you see his stuff being a little bit, not off, but maybe more mistakes or anything different mm, at all? Or? Not really. Not really. I just think tonight he got hurt with the breaking ball. Um, you know, that's a good club over there. Um, yeah, he just left some breaking balls. I thought he had a good fastball today. It looked like his stuff was good. Uh, yeah, I just thought he, he, you know, he maybe was getting a little forward in his delivery or something, which you know, the, the arm drags. Uh, left a couple of breaking balls. It looked like they just didn't turn. Mm-hmm. I was going to say just a case of, I think we might have said this in L.A. too, that good lineups weren't going to miss those mistakes as much. No, you got you got to you got to be good with these guys up and down the lineup. So, um, yeah, tonight it just for me it constantly kind of came back to the breaking ball every time. Uh, offense side, Gerard gets the home run, gets you guys the lead early, and then not much after that. What did you see first off on Gerard's swing, and then what were they doing? Yeah, that? yeah. Look, they got a ball out over the plate for him as per you know, kind of right where he likes it, being able to something he could drive into right center. Uh, so really good swing on that. Um, I thought, um, I thought Charlie, Charlie LeBlanc. Had some uh, really good swings all night. He hits a ball in the gap early, then he hits, you know, that kind of turned for us in the wrong way too. We're down, I think, 4-1. That ball gets over Harris's head there. That's probably two. We're, we're back to 4-3, and we're in a little different game. Um, but, you know, obviously he catches that ball, they come right back and then get runs. And so that kind of kind of put the icing on it. For Gerard, just, you know, he's got that, I guess, that kind of power that if he can just make, you know, have those swings maybe more consistently, easy home run, you know, like easy swings, easy home run. Yeah, Gerard's got a, he's always driven the ball that way. It's probably not going to be the issue with him. Uh, it would be other things, but he's putting together some pretty good at-bats. He's probably, um, yeah, kind of like you can see him probably being more comfortable than almost everybody. Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the Marlins set back to the Atlanta Braves last night. Game two of this series comes your way at 720 tonight when Edward Cabrera goes opposite of the veteran right-hander Jake Odorizzi. We'll hit the air at 650 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.